Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to this edition of Keep Watch Pass on the It's Not That Bad podcast channel. We are a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. For the first time in Keep Watch Pass history, we are about to do a Keep Watch Pass on movies we have not seen because they have not been released yet. We are about to go through three movies, a Keep a watch, and a pass of movies that are going to be released in 2024. So in this case, the Keep movie is the movie that we are super excited and cannot wait to go see it in the theater. Our watch film is one that, you know what, it looks pretty cool and we'd be happy to watch it in theater or at home on streaming. And the pass film is you're not getting my money, you're not getting my stream, you're not getting nothing because I don't want to. And here to join me in this future perfect episode is my presently perfect wife my lovely wife carrie carrie how are you doing today wait 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 presently perfect as opposed to does that mean that i'm gonna go to like (laughs) (laughs) well if i called you my future perfect wife it'd be like well you're gonna get better it's okay you're gonna grow into it there's time there's time enough i'm just saying you're hot right now it's all good so (laughs) i i really don't think there's any winning on that like i'm just gonna tuck my way out of this one here (laughs) sashay away on this one wow yeah okay so we have gone through our movies of 2023 and 2023 had some pretty decent films and some pretty not so decent films Especially if you listen to our most recent Grading on a Curve special of movies that were released in 2023 with a wonderful tomatometer. And I'm going to apologize to everyone who had to watch those movies once again. I don't think I'll be able to apologize enough. But now we're dealing with movies that we have not seen yet. So before we get to our picks, taking a look at the films that are going to be released in 2024... Are you excited or are you meh? Oh my God. I I wrote down a list of movies that I think we're going to frequent the movie theater See, next year. You know what we need? We need a movie theater to like sponsor the show and pay us to go see the films. <gasps> that would be great. Uh, some, some movie theater somewhere, bring us in because we, we, we want to. We, we will totally be there once a week, maybe twice a week. I can go twice a week, you know, go watch some films and go talk some movies. It's all good. 
Yeah, I can get behind that. Make it happen. Yeah. We will be your movie bitches. It's all it would good. Be, it would be fascinating to talk to people after the show and kind of get their almost like unprofessional or, or non-professional critique of the movie. So like your average Joe could be a film critic. Anybody could be a film critic. It would be fascinating, especially when a film that has a low tomatometer to go out and ask them specifically about that film. I'm, I'm okay. You've just sold me now. Now we have to, we have to hook this up. We should do it. We should. All right. Make well, it happen. Idea born right here. Also, right now. to anyone listening, it's our idea. You can't have it. It's ours. Stamped at <laughs> no erases. But now, right. but now it's time to get to the films being released in 2024. So for your future keep film, what's the movie you are raring to go? Well, you know, it's funny that we were just talking about movie critics because I am stoked. Literally, as I was researching the movies that are coming out in 2024, Quentin Tarantino is coming out with a film called The Movie Critic. And... There's not a lot of details in in true QT fashion. It's very secretive. The only actor listed that was associated with it is Sam Jackson. Well, I mean that's like contractually obligated. Like, so no matter what Tarantino does, Sam Samuel Jackson has to be there. Yeah, I mean, again, like as much as I tried to read about it, like, okay, so what exactly? What's the premise? Is it like? Is he just talking movies or is it a movie about a film critic? Like, I don't, I don't know. know. And, and I mean, you know, I, I, I cannot wait. I can't wait for this movie to come out. Now, it should be noted too, by the way, that we are, you know, these are the movies that, we, that, that are currently slated to release in 2024. We fully recognize that dates shift all the time, especially coming off of the, you know, the writers and the actor strike. So there's no real guarantee that these films are going to come out in 2024. But at the time of us recording this episode, they are slated to come out in 2024. As for Tarantino, and this is supposed to be like his last ever film, isn't it? Yeah, it was it was mentioned that he only wants to do 10 and yeah. this will be the last so it'll be curious to see who all comes out of the woodwork to be in this film. And I mean, knowing that Tarantino, you know, the, the way he came up working in a video store, just being an absolute lover of the medium. Well, he has the podcast that he talks movies. Yeah. Um, so it's really not a far stretch, which makes me wonder if this is just like a visual of the concept of his podcast, or is it actually like a film script? Well, it's it's clearly not about a, you know two Canadians, idiots in their basement with a microphone. There's no way that it's about that. Oh, did I mean? Did he contact you? We should set that up. I'm not at liberty to we say. Should, oh, okay. I am contractually obligated not to say anything. <laughs> Very secretive. Very secretive. Yes. Very. Tarantino-esque. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just got real. Right. <laughs> Woo. Okay. So for my keep film, this is going to be no surprise to you whatsoever or to you, our listeners. I could even call it right now. 
We'll be, we'll be, we'll be, we'll see. Okay. We'll see. Because my keep film, while it's no surprise, I'm curious if this is the movie you think, is Deadpool 3. Of course it is. <laughs> of course I, it I is. I could have literally said that for you. First of all, I'm a geek. <laughs> I'm an absolute geek. I am self-professed and card-carrying member of geekdom. I have zero qualms about it. I'm, you know, I am geek and proud of it. But here's the thing. And I get that the MCU has not had the best of luck lately. But people are already stoked for this film. You could put no one else in it but Hugh Jackman in the in the actual Wolverine costume with the with the mask on, and it would sell a billion dollars. Because that's going to happen. You know it's going to happen. And I think if memory serves, this is the only Marvel Studios MCU film slated to come out in 2024. There are still some shows that are coming on Disney Plus, and there are some of the Sony Marvel movies that are coming out. But as far as Disney-owned MCU properties, Deadpool 3 is scheduled to be the only one coming out in 2024, which might actually alleviate some of the superhero fatigue, if you will. And I don't even know if it's Marvel's fault for superhero fatigue because you could put a lot of the blame on DC for putting out some subpar films lately. But Deadpool 3, as the only Disney Marvel film coming out, people are stoked. And we know Jennifer Garner's coming back as Elektra. No matter how coy she is about it. Because she was asked about that in an interview. She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, gosh. She knows. <laughs> we all know. But there were also set photos that came out recently. And just skip ahead 30 seconds if you don't want to hear this. That Sabretooth is slated to return in Deadpool 3. I wonder if Beast. Well. Like, because, I mean, why else would they drop a spoiler like that? Well, <laughs> uh, sorry, post credit scene or mid credit scene. It's going to be interesting because there is the X Men '97 animated series that's slated to come out on Disney Plus, and that's okay. It's a TV series and it's animated, but we know that the X Men are coming back because they've already dropped the word mutant in the Miss Marvel series. We've seen Beast. We've seen an an alternate universe version of Professor X, and the fact that Beast. In that mid credit scene, name-dropped Charles Xavier. Well, didn't Scarlet Witch have a run-in with... Well, that was in Doctor uh, Strange 2 yeah. in a different universe. In a different universe, yeah, but and there sna- was... It snapped his neck. Well, yeah. So... That wasn't good. That Professor X ain't coming back. Maybe we get Charles McAvoy. It's hard to keep track. But, yeah, Deadpool 3, I'm stoked. Because... It's going to be all the Ryan Reynolds and all the Hugh Jackman and all the fun. And you know, because it's Deadpool, they could throw in any single character that they want and it would make sense because it's Deadpool. All right. I'm sure people are going to now start to at me on social media for my watch pick, but I'm actually mildly curious to see Madam Web. This, of course, being a Sony Marvel production starring Dakota Johnson and Sydney Sweeney. It's basically an alternate version or like multiple versions of Spider-Woman, but not 
not the Jessica Drew version of Spider Woman. You got the Julia Carpenter version of Spider Woman. You've got like you have a lot of different. And this feels like the one Sony Marvel movie that can tap into the multiverse because Madam Web has the ability to connect to the multiverse. And the fact that you have multiple versions of Spider Woman being hunted down, like it could actually, Sony might actually do something good with their Spider-Verse films. And I'm not saying anything against the animated ones. Into the Spider-Verse was great. Across the Spider-Verse was not as good as Into the Spider-Verse, but still pretty good. But I'm actually genuinely curious to see Madam Web. I, I, it could turn out to be not good, but I'm definitely intrigued by what they put together. But for your watch film, what have you got? Now that I've geeked all over the place, what have you got for your watch <laughs> film? Well, that's a tough act to follow, but I am going to go to the underworld with Beetlejuice 2. Oh, I knew this was coming. Oh, I can't wait. Oh my God. Like, it has been way too long like way too long since the first one like seriously what what year did that come out i don't want to start counting Uh, like i remember watching it when i was very young and i cannot wait to see what they do with it it's gonna be interesting because the nice thing is you still have michael keaton you still have winona Ryder. you're throwing in jenna ortega like the amount of time between now and when Beetlejuice came out is you could argue on par with the amount of time between Top Gun Maverick and the first Top Gun film. Is Catherine O'Hara returning as well? I think so. I'd have to double check. I think she's on the list. But yeah, yeah like as many actors as they can get back, they're doing their best to get them back, which you know brings the nostalgia factor in and you know, it's freaking Michael Keaton. Oh my God. It's right? going to be amazing. I can't wait. But the thing is, the time is right for a new Beetlejuice film. Beetlejuice. <gasps> no, no, do no, no, it. no. Don't do it. I said it twice. I said it twice. <laughs> We're still safe. Okay. But that's the thing is that you saw how people lost their minds when they went to go see Tompkin Maverick. Because there was that nostalgia factor. And and the funny thing, too, is that the first Top Gun is actually qualifying for It's Not That Bad. Top Gun Maverick doesn't qualify. But the first Top Gun film does. Really? It is an under 60% tomatometer critic score. Oh, my God. Not that far under 60%, but it qualifies. That's shocking. Audience score? No, 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 no. Audience loved it. Yeah. Critic score under 60%. Huh. So we could find ourselves talking about Top Gun over on It's Not That Bad. I'm game for that. I I gotta stop singing because people are going to tune in and they go, what the hell is this? (laughs) Stop singing, please, for the love of God. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. 
Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. All right, so now we know you're keeping watch, but what is your pass film? Uh, can I pass to the pass? Can oh, you, I pass over you, to you? Oh, you want me to go? Yeah. Okay. I want to. I want to hear what you're passing on. I think you're going to be surprised at my pass because it's a trailer that came out somewhat recently, and when I saw that the trailer come out, I was really excited to hit play, and then I hit play. And then I sat there, looked at my my computer screen, and said, "What the ever loving is this?" Oh, Godzilla X Kong: The New Empire. Now, don't get me wrong; I am excited to go because I haven't watched it yet. I'm excited to go watch Godzilla minus one. I don't mind reading a film; it's all good. But the North American made Godzilla films started out really good with Gareth Edwards' take on it. However, however, you know, once you get the Godzilla versus Kong and you got the the Godzilla King of the Monsters and like, they've started to get action figure smashy. And then I watched this one, Godzilla x Kong the New Empire. And they're teaming up Godzilla and Kong to go up against King Scar, the, the king of the underworld. And there's like a little baby Kong in there. And I'm just like, and Kong's got some weird mech glove on. And I'm like, and Godzilla's running like he's, you know, on a treadmill. Or like, And I'm watching this. I'm like, the f*** are you doing? The, the classic 70s 80s toho godzilla guy in a rubber suit movies look better than this which i love those toho films you know they're they're fun in their absurdity right but the fact that there's like a little baby kong and i don't know if that's like king scar as a young orangutan but eh, it does looks so cheesy and I'm probably still going to end up watching it because I'm a sucker for those kind of films. But, you know, I love me some kaiju. But I'm not hyped for it. I can't believe that a Godzilla and King Kong movie with together in the same movie. 
and I watched the trailer, and I'm like, no, no, turn the car around. I want to go home. I don't like it. Don't like it. Like I'm, I'm shocked at myself for having that as my pass. But here we are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely the combination of the two and your passing. Yeah. Wow. Give me, give me, big monkeys and kaiju, and normally I'm, I'm like right in line. I'm out. I'm out on this one. It looks so bad. I would rather watch. Like the early 80s Godzilla cartoon from Saturday morning and Godzuki. Like it's, if you know, you know, and it's bad, it feels like we're about to get some like rock'em sock'em Saturday morning kind of level of crap. But I'm that, not going to lie. I have, aside from knowing that you like Godzilla movies, I have not a clue what you're talking about. <laughs> like in just, all of this. Just sit there, pat my head and go, yes, dear. Here's a Snickers bar, dear. It's gonna be okay, dear. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm sorry for you. I. What have they done to my kaiju? I don't know what a kaiju is. Kaiju, Godzilla's a kaiju, big giant mo- like lizardy type monster. Uh, oh, I didn't know it had a yeah. name. Well, the, it kind of comes from you know, I mean, Pacific Rim really dived into the kaiju thing, and that's the thing. Legendary Entertainment was teasing this whole idea of like Godzilla and Kong and Pacific Rim all being in like the same universe, but we never got. I mean, yes, we had Kong and Godzilla fighting Mecha Godzilla, but I, I, I want Pacific Rim thrown in the mix. I want a Pacific Rim fight, big freaking mech going up against Godzilla. Whew. That's what I want. Do you know what this feels like? This is like me as a Harry Potter fan talking to a Lord of the Rings fan and never having seen a movie and not knowing what they're talking about. Well, if the trees would stop walking for a while and listen, Ooh. you might actually understand something here. But yeah. Okay. So that's my that's my kaiju diatribe there for my past film. But what have you got for your past? I don't even know if I could follow that up. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm, I'm going to put a disclaimer on my past. Only because I really kind of feel like I'm talking about something that I know nothing about. That's my disclaimer. But I can guarantee that I am going to pass on Terrifier 3. I was contemplating that one. When it's released just because of the media surrounding Terrifier 2 and the physical symptoms that people were having in the theaters like I have never seen a Terrifier movie I am aware that there's a clown don't know his name um Terrifier I'm guessing I think it's Art the Clown Art the Clown okay uh I know nothing about in 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 fact you know what I will even go as far as to say I know nothing about the genre the slasher siblings would be very very upset with you I know and I'm sorry. I really am. Which, for the record, the Slasher siblings, if you remember our Jason X episode, we had them on. And then, like, literally a week later, they're like, we're going to do our own podcast. We're going to call ourselves the Slasher siblings. Go follow them. Go listen to their show. Go support the Slasher siblings. Like, they're good friends of ours. Love them dearly. Go support them. But, yes, go on. Terrifier 3. Um. So yeah, all I can say is uh, don't know much about it. 
not going to go see it. Um, I'm sure I'm missing something more. In fact, I invite the slasher siblings to educate me, teach me what it, what is it I'm missing about these movies, especially, especially the, the Terrifier series, specifically. I mean, we, you and I are both kind of think of the same mindset in that we're not horror movie aficionados. You know, if given a free movie pass to go see anything in the multiplex, the the horror movie is like our last choice. Like we're not, I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. I got a kick at a Jason X. I think it's fun as hell. And, but it's, it's Jason Voorhees and count me in. I'm not going to lie. My extent of horror movie watching, I think ended with like the original Child's Play. Oh, let's be honest. Your like, your your horror movie viewing ended at Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, because you had to watch it. Well, see that I I didn't want to bring that up, but since you did, <laughs> I did I did note that Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey two will be released in twenty twenty four. Can I at change, some can point. I change my pass? Because I really don't want to see that film. And so it's interesting because I wrote it down. I wrote it down, and then I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm just jaded because of the movie you made me watch for Grading on a Curve. Um, you say that in such an accusatory manner. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> I'm, I'm still, it still hurts. It's still fresh. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, Terrifier 3, I'm sorry. I, again, I don't know much about it. But I can guarantee I'm not going to see it. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I I completely appreciate the reason. The only reason I didn't pick Terrifier three is because I don't like horror films. I'm not a big horror film guy. I'm not going to go out of my way to go watch a horror film. I will happily watch a horror film if a guest suggests it, and if the slasher siblings want to come back on, or I know Philip from the Adapted to Scream podcast is a big horror movie guy. You know, if someone wants to watch a horror movie. And discuss it on the show. I will watch that horror movie and I will, you know, I'll, I'll give it its due. But if I'm the one holding the remote control, I'm not putting a horror. Like, I wouldn't go out and get the Shutter streaming service. I'm not going to lie. Like, when all the hype was was out, when, when Terrifier 2 was in the movie theaters, and I'm reading all these reports of, like, People passing out and and no, like legit, like passing out from a movie. I mean, that has to be really intense, like to have that kind of physical symptom. See, they, they had the same kind of reactions when the sadness was out there. And the sadness, from my understanding, is much more visceral, like... Terrifier, you can take a look at Earth the Clown and kind of get into that. Okay, it's a slasher flick kind of thing. And like, I have not watched a Terrifier film, so I can't really speak with any experience. But there are films out there that push the edge of um, the human capacity to ingest the film. And I don't mean eat the film, but I mean like watch it. And that's not my bag. Well, like, how many times watching. The original Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Did I just go, oh, like, oh, like, that's, that's horrible. You know, like, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm getting old and boring, but I, I don't like 
Seeing I'm, people's heads getting smashed I in, think, I just, I'm not down I with that. I think the last horror film I truly enjoyed was Freddy versus Jason. Because you had the two characters that, let's be honest, we both grew up with, with Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees, and that that was slasher films for us. And I'm cool with the Nightmare on Elm Street films. I'm cool with the, with the Jason Voorhees films. I actually didn't mind... Okay, I'm going to change that. I think maybe the last film I actually didn't mind that was a horror film was Rob Zombie's first Halloween film with uh, Scout Taylor Compton. But generally, horror film comes around. I'll watch it if I have to, but I don't want to. So I, I completely agree that Terrifier 3 would... Uh, well, we can both pass on that, but I still can't believe I put Godzilla X Kong as my pass film, but... Watch the trailer and tell me it doesn't look Chez. Carrie, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Keep Watch Pass. Now, before we go, go through your list and let our listeners know once again what your Keep Watch and Pass, or sorry, your future Keep, your future Watch, and your future Pass films for 2024 are going to be. Well, 2024 is looking great. Um, and I'm definitely, without a doubt, keeping the movie critic, Quentin Tarantino's final film question mark dun, dun, dun. i know right cue the music um i'm gonna watch beetlejuice 2 for sure and i am passing on terrifier 3 and for me i am definitely keeping deadpool 3 i will be watching madam web and i will be hard passing on godzilla x kong the new empire listeners thank you so much and make sure you go to the theaters in 2024 i get things are expensive but go see the films before there are no more films to go see. Because if the box office doesn't work, it's going to affect things down the road. So go see the films and enjoy them. Carrie, thank you so much for this. Listeners, you guys know the drill. If there is a topic that you want us to cover, hit us up on social media at NotThatBadCast or go to our website at NotThatBadCast.com. And while you're there, make sure you check out all of our other shows. And there's a few of them on there by now. Until next time, she's Carrie. I'm Jay. You guys are awesome. This is Keep Watch Pass, part of It's Not That Bad, a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Until next time, everyone, take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. 
That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 